0: Talk Radio.
1: Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zacca I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary of Dick Anderson. Larry
0: Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vicarito. This is Don
1: Strauss. Don
2: Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto
1: Stowe. Mike Cole.
3: Alright, good evening everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly. As the Miami Dolphins uh, season has uh, come I guess crashing down to earth uh, quickly, uh, the Buffalo trip did not go as planned, I guess it's safe to say. Uh, Miami Dolphins fall to 3-1 and one as the uh, Buffalo Bills um, dominate the Miami Dolphins, I guess, 48-20. Uh, to 20. And uh, It seemed like it was uh, the making of what was going to be maybe a shootout, um, and you know how shootouts go. Uh, Shootouts go back and forth until somebody missteps, and then uh, usually uh, it's very hard to make up. And the interesting thing is that it reminded me of a couple games that the Dolphins have had in the past up there, Um, but... uh, the Buffalo Bills clicked on all cylinders. I mean, they really did. Uh, for a team that um, you know, the Miami Dolphins I think thought they were gonna uh finally uh take control of of, you know, the AFC East division and certainly the Buffalo Bills rivalry, um uh which they had shown in the past they were uh I think ready to do and maybe even has started to do that, but uh it was not to be uh this Sunday as um Uh, You know, a lot of the Dolphin, uh, I guess, weaknesses uh, were exploited. Some holes opened up, uh, literally. And so um, we'll discuss it and see where we're at. But uh, here's the stat line. As I know, um, everybody usually can get a gauge from. Tua was 25 for 35 for 282. You know, obviously not bad when you look at that a little bit pedestrian-like from what he's doing, but uh, one touchdown, one interception, and there I think you can kind of start reading into a little bit of it. Uh, Devon Achon again, uh, continues to do some special things. Uh, eight for 101, he had two touchdowns, and uh, there's uh, very few rookies, I think, that have had the six touchdowns in the two games that you know they've, they've played. Uh, Tyree Kill was your leading receiver. Three for 58, which uh, really is, is is setting a distance from the 2000 goal now. Uh, Waddle, 4 for 46. Braxton Berrios was your third receiver, was 6 for 43. He had some big catches in the game, and he had a touchdown, so um, that's why we put that in there. And uh, sack-wise, Van Ginkle had two sacks, so I, I'll mention that because he did have two sacks on Josh Allen, who had a, a Tremendous, tremendous day. In fact, I would almost say this is one of the best games I've seen Josh Allen ever play. Uh, Josh Allen was twenty-one for twenty-five, three hundred twenty yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, and that alone just tells you the kind of stellar day that he had. Um, as far as rushing wise, uh, Latanius Murray was there, leading rusher, four for thirty-two. So. A lot of teams have been rushing on the Dolphins, uh, you know, and, and that area I guess was a little bit more in control just judging from the stat line. Uh, receiving-wise, though, Stephon Diggs, six for 120 yards, three touchdowns. Really, the Stephon Diggs that we know that he can do when he's explosive but haven't seen that much, uh, had a field day on cater Kohu, So, um, That's a big part of this. Gabe Davis, three for 61, also had a touchdown. Uh, And let me just note another big part. Tua was sacked four times. And uh, it seemed like that defensive line um, was very dominating. Uh, 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 The line of scrimmage in the hole on both sides of the ball, I think Buffalo took control of. So there's that. Um, Now, you know, when you – when you put it all together, obviously the Dolphins' defense was, you know, uh, very, very lackluster and uh, did not look good, to say the least. So, um, you know, Rich, the more things change, seems the more things stay the same. We've seen this story many times. Um this was no different, even though you thought maybe, you know, this was going to be certainly the way they had record-setting week the week before this. But uh, not to be, my friend, not to be.
2: Yeah, I thought they'd come down the earth a little bit, but I didn't think they'd play like that. I mean, let's let's go, you know, step-by-step step here. I mean, you know, Josh Allen did play great, but, you know, I could have thrown those passes around Kuhu. I mean, he was terrible. The whole secondary was bad. How had the worst game I've ever seen him play. I mean, Xavier McDaniel was invisible. Uh, you know, their their second there was terrible. Their linebackers were atrocious, except for Van Ginkle. And, and the defensive line got really got dominated on.
3: Yeah, I thought so. Um, I think you said uh, Xavier McDaniel obviously means Xavier Howard, um, who did not have a great day, too, in the backfield. Um, the Miami, Rich, you know the Miami defense was 20, is ranked 25th in total defense this year. I mean, you know, yeah. that, that's obviously not where – and some, it didn't just change.
2: It was 31. Is that what it ended up with year. last year? It was 31 yeah. last year? Yeah. 30 or 31, yeah. 30,
3: yeah. yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. I, 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 don't, I didn't know that, but uh, if you say so. Yeah. But even so, I mean, 25th, I mean, this was not supposed to be – I mean, I, listen, we were missing Jalen Phillips. It's a big loss two weeks in a row, um, you know. Uh, well, one week he's been out, and obviously you but um it just seemed like physicality was was not there at all on the line of scrimmage both ways um and uh that that final push towards the end um you came from buffalo, whereas we've been seeing it late uh from the dolphins defense defensive line well, um line, you
2: know the offensive line you know really went downhill when Armstead got hurt. It, that was like the beginning of the end. You know, we were we were going with the backup center, and he was playing terribly. You know, took a couple really bad snaps, couple couple holding with that. Oh, that that uh, illegal downfield. That was our comeback attempt right there when that touchdown got called
1: back.
3: Well, I think the Connor Williams thing is certainly is a huge factor. You know, a lot of people aren't discussing that. That's a huge factor with Connor Williams again. Um, you know, losing your starting center and then, you know, having a Eichenberg jump in there. Um, you know, I, I I didn't see the the loss uh as big um, you know, when it came to uh, Losing Armstead, obviously he's one of, uh, probably the best time. guy on the line, but he's always hurt. I didn't notice a, a huge drop, you know, at the end of that half. I mean, that's when he kind of got that's hurt, and we got an update.
2: But that's when he was, that's when he was hit. That's when two was them well, getting hit all the time. Even when he was getting the ball up, he didn't have any time. He was, they were getting. He was getting dominated on left tackle, you know.
3: Yeah, I mean, to a I, I, I,
2: you know, there was a there was a big drop off after that.
3: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I'm not saying there wasn't a drop. If I didn't see it like significantly, like, like that, I could pinpoint it was just, just coming from the left side like that. I've seen a m- bunch of middle rushes that were really getting out of hand. Um, well, Milano.
2: Yeah, that was terrible. You know, he was awful yesterday.
3: Yeah. Um, we got a report today, uh, you know, you uh, from what you thought, I guess it's not as bad from what everybody else seems to be thinking it is. A McDaniel's report on, uh, on him today uh, on Armstead is that it, you were looking at uh, weeks rather than days. You thought he was uh, absolutely out, you know, indefinitely. So I guess it's somewhere in there, but I got to be honest with you, Rich, he's, he's out more than he's in, and this isn't you know a yearly. I mean, it's becoming it's becoming a trend. I, I really think he's an excellent football player when healthy, but unfortunately, on an offensive line where cohesiveness is your number one thing, um, you know, the out and in thing is, is really starting to be a factor. I mean, it just is. It's not terrible,
2: yeah. I mean, you know, there's no way to fix it now. You got to wait till the off season for that, but it's a mess. But you're paying them a a boatload, too,
3: you know? Yeah. I thought that the Dolphins, um, especially Tua. I thought Tua played very – I don't want to use the word scared because that's not really what I'm looking to say. I just thought he was a little bit tentative, and I think he was, like, avoiding – didn't want to take a hit. I mean, obviously this is where this all started last year. Right against this yeah. team, and I just, I he just seemed to be a little bit timid. He had his worst game of the year. Now, listen, obviously they've played fantastic in in three games, so uh, that, that statement alone. Not really a stretch, right, but I thought that he, I thought that he showed glimmers of when he starts to, to struggle um, the the one interception, you know the the high overthrows, which we 've seen when he gets a little bit off um, and, and again, I just think that he was uh, you know, conscious a lot more conscientious of, of taking a hit, if you will, and wasn 't playing as free as i 've seen him play in other games, um, so there's that. It's a, it's a little bit of a concern. Um, they're a very physical team, and the one thing I've been saying all year that I'm concerned with is the Dolphins' physicality. They obviously have speed. There's no doubt. They're the fastest team in the league, probably, but physicality, I, I, I have some concerns with, and um, I have concerns with, you know, when, when the other stuff starts to falter a bit, whether they can handle it, you know, from a physicality standpoint. And they seem to be outmanned uh, in a lot of ways yesterday.
2: They did, but I'll tell you something. The coach didn't help, too, some of his play calling. I mean, he had some blunders yesterday. Yeah, he had a terrible game call plays. I mean, the fourth down with the shotgun was awful. I think all the short yardage plays are terrible. You know. Well,
3: Rich, what did I say was their biggest – what did I say last week? As a matter of fact, we, we, we yes. went through it. I said their biggest weakness is on short yardage. Do you remember? That's their biggest yeah, weakness on help. this team. It
2: doesn't help when you're pitching out going backwards on short yardage. It's all connected. It doesn't help when you're shotgun. I know. Yeah. Well, I, I well just, listen, I mean, last you know, week – be What do you have a fullback for if you can't get a yard?
3: Well, last no, week really. you got the fullback. Last week you did the yeah. fullback. It was a short yardage, yeah, fourth and one, and you hand it off ball. to the fallback.
2: How come he is not leading the way opening the hole for somebody?
3: Yeah, I you understand. Yeah, line. I got you. Yes, I do. But I'm saying this wasn't the same thing as last week.
2: Yeah, yeah I got what you're saying. Uh, you'd areas. like to see Ingall I, I lead the, the I hole? Think, I, think this play call, I think Mike's play call on short yardage is stupid. I, I think that, the, the, first of all, I can't stand pitching the ball back on fourth. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. It makes no sense.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, let so me ask you, Rich. How much?
3: Back? How much is Frank Smith? I mean, it seems like we don't. You don't even mention him, right? Because obviously, all the headlines are cool. McDaniel with the of this stuff. He's
2: probably. Yeah, I guess, but he's. I think he's probably in his ear, but I don't think he has final decisions or anything. It seems McDaniel's the one sending the plays in, right?
3: Well, I think McDaniel's designing the plays. And I think a lot of the special movement and things like that, he's designing. And I'm not saying he didn't call the fourth and one in the short yardage plays. I'm not saying that. But I'm just asking you, you know, why do we have an offensive coordinator if you don't think he's involved in any of this? You know, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how involved he was and who called those plays. Yeah.
2: Well, as I said, he's the one that's calling them in. So obviously if he didn't agree
3: with it, you could change it. Yeah, but you're not gonna do that there, right? I mean if that's his job well,
2: You think Frank Smith is, I always thought McDaniel's the one that calls the place. I didn't think I
3: job. I thought so too, and I'm not saying he's not, but I think he's an I think he's a big part of designing the place. You know, so a lot of this creation and the things he's been doing with Tyree Kill, I think, are all him. But I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly how the you know Frank Smith is 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 involved in game day situations. But you know, I, I if, if if McDaniel is calling everything per se, what does Frank Smith do? Well, what is his, like what is this? No, I'm serious. Like, what is his job?
2: I don't know. I, I mean, he's got to be
3: more involved at some point. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a question I don't know. And, and I agree with you that the play calling on short yardage is not great. But I also think the execution on short yardage hasn't been great. I think it's a weakness, and I think it also correlates with the physicality, you know, rant that I just gave. I think that's all connected in a way. Now you do have a but fullback. Yeah, I, a I lot of. They
2: definitely It's definitely intertwined, but, again, it doesn't help you when you go backwards to go forwards. That's my point. It's a pretty simple thing. You need a yard. You don't go three yards backwards to get a yard forwards. You're right.
3: Yes, but last week they didn't do that, and they still failed. So there's there's still problems there. There's problems there, and I don't feel confident that they can get a big short yardage play. Now, you have a fullback. Not a lot of teams have a fullback. You have, and I put in quotes, supposedly the fullback, right? I mean, you've, you know, there's a lot of guys on this team that you have chose not to give contract extensions or really cater to. Wilkins is one. We could talk about that down there. But, Ingold's one that you kind of did, you know, give a contract extension. I mean, you paid him very nicely in a league that doesn't have fullbacks. I'm not saying this is his fault at all. What I'm saying is maybe you're right. Maybe I should utilize him in a different way. You hand it off to him. That failed. Maybe throw him through the hole, like you said. Let him lead the way and have one of your running backs. Although there was a couple times when you needed to run the ball again where um, – Mostert especially uh, failed. He had another bad day um, when it came to that. This is this is a rough day for him. Um, there's a lot of things I've seen that, you know, take away that were not really ones you want to hang on to. Um, but uh, it seemed like they couldn't run the ball when they needed to. It coming off a week last week when it seemed like they could run out will. So, yeah. you know. Uh, and you played the Denver Broncos last week so you know they're one of the worst teams in football they had the big comp- but you know but I think it's plainly evident that their competition there maybe you, you you did some things that you weren't able to do against a better team um so just some question marks arise when it comes to there, even on the offense of side of the ball the defensive side of the ball I had a lot of questions going in. I have a lot more questions going out. Um, you know, the but offensively I'm just pointing out some of the things that I didn't really like that I saw there, you know. Now you had you you had uh uh also um I guess a situation where you played the Buffalo uh play the New England Patriots the week before that. And, and I saw that Belichick was able to do a couple things, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, and I was a little leery of that because they they seemed like they were able to, to kind of stunt Hill and, and really put them in check, and you said it's because they, you know, had this design to do, you know, with all the – well, this team did it a little bit differently but still had the same result. So that's a little bit of a concern as well, Right.
2: It doesn't help because they had they had a lot of injuries in their secondary and they still handle this with ease. Yeah. You know? So who knows. I think a lot of it had to do with two who didn't have enough time yesterday. They were in his face a lot. Guys were covered. I think he forced a few balls. And you know, it, as soon as they got behind by by double digits, it seemed that they went to a they went to a bad punk.
3: Yeah. Well, fair enough. i right, let's take a quick break. Come on back and discuss it right after this.
2: When the autumn mist is drawing near,
0: and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in
2: the know and listen to Pat and Rich and The
0: Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show, available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Larry Little, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
3: Dolphins Legends show, Pat and Rich coming at you. Just a reminder, you can catch us on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes uh, store. You could um subscribe to us, get the latest episodes delivered right on your phone. You can send us any questions or comments. Uh Show at Yahoo.com and uh I know that there's a problem with the um, the latest, there's a delay uh, with the latest episodes being delivered. Uh, people are still having issues with that and we're working on it. Um, so any updates we will let you know. But uh, it's an issue that is definitely being addressed. So hopefully we'll have some resolution to it in the near future. So, you know, Rich, I think that you know, we can we can talk a lot of like what you said, like you know, you thought because he got pressure, and that that is a good point. But good teams are going to do that, and it just concerns me because that when you get pressure like that, um, you know, we were hitting a lot of short routes, and it seemed like that all of a sudden disappeared. Although Waddle, I thought showed you know a, a lot of what he's able to do at his best early in the game, and then that kind of evaporated a little bit, but, um, you know, they they were able to do a lot with him on some quick passes and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, uh, when you get pressure like that, having, uh, say, you know, uh, a Hill running, you know, a flat all the way down is not going to help you, right? Because you're not going to be able to get there.
2: No, they are not going to be able to get there. And they kind of like, why don't seem to be out of the game plan after the after, after second quarter, you know, if you look, you know. And had a pretty
3: strong showing before that. I thought
2: it almost looks like they gave up after halftime. You know,
3: team. I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I thought all day the intensity was kind of off.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, they probably read the paper too much last week, and they put up 70, and then they could do it another week. we just showing up, you know, and a little bit of reality check. You know? I
3: think it got to their heads, for sure. You know, everybody basically, yep. uh, you know,
2: uh,
3: castizing them as, you know, the greatest. And, and uh, you know, some of the things we've heard were, uh, I mean, ridiculous, even from our own fan base. I mean, you would have thought they were already molding up a trophy. And, um, well, I was, like, I just I was think- always
2: complaining that we don't get enough press, and I thought last week we got too much.
3: Well, we get plenty of press, but it's usually for the wrong reasons, as we've no, always no, said. Don't I
2: don't think we get enough you know, praise, you know what I mean? And then last week, yeah. we too much. It was too, well, um, and this
3: is kind of why, know. yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you're put down yeah. to earth. You could see the national game, again, affected us. And a lot of the national uh, broadcasts, uh, even on pregame, you know, there were Dolphins are not uh, their team. I mean, they basically were putting them down on almost every every pregame you can get to, uh, with the exception of a couple guys. You know, like you said, Sims and maybe Boomer. Other than that, a lot of you know people were waiting for this to happen. I guess you'd say. Well, those no two guys um, take
2: you years, for a long day. Yeah, and uh, you know,
3: I've said this. I, the fourth game is the key game of the season. The fourth game is going to determine where you're really at. It's the best barometer if you look back at past years. It's the best barometer that you have because fourth game is going to let you know if you're going to dominate your division or if you're going to fight for your division every step of the way. And uh, it kind of really is a, uh, a good litmus test of where you're at in a nutshell, Um, and again, like, you know, three games on top of the world, the fourth game really, you know, was a wake-up call, you could say that with almost every team throughout the years, Um, uh, you know, you go through any schedule and and, and, and see how they play, Um, you need four games, I think, to kind of say that, opening day, I think, is uh, always an overreaction, Uh, and, you know, you kind of Level out, and and, and if you really stutter through the fourth game, you'll really have problems through the year. Like, I I don't believe that, just for argument's sake, I think Cincinnati's in a lot of trouble. I mean, yeah, we know that Burrows has been hurt and they've been playing, but I'm saying that, like, now you could just take a team like that as an example. I think they're going to really have trouble throughout the whole year, and catch-up is going to be very, very difficult. I mean, they've stuttered out of the gate in the past, um, you know, we'll see. But, you know, now the Dolphins, I think, see that this is going to be a battle. I mean, not that it wasn't going to be a battle, but, you know, I think Buffalo has really recouped since their opening day loss. And they are now flying high. And another thing I'll say about this is that they're an emotional team to begin with, the Buffalo Bills. They're like bullies. you got to knock them Quick. Otherwise, they get more and more steam. And yep. they they got, you know, they're a momentum team, right? And we gave them all the momentum they needed. Uh, that game could have went differently, different. Starts from the opening drive, which I know you were, like, insane watching that defense there, right?
2: Absolutely terrible. You look, they let them march down the field four times in a row. Re- that's able, that's an them example. Of the yeah, of course it does. It's terrible. And and there was long drives too. It wasn't like we were giving yeah. them like you know field music. They were taking it the length of the field every time.
3: That that's even more of a killer. Like you if if you let up a big play or a couple big plays and then you but it was it was such a monotonous mechanical maniacal drive all the way down the yep. field well, from every angle yep. running passing. You know it just it really sent a message and I don't think the Dolphins recovered. I think that the defense. Uh, you know, kind of was shaken. I think the Buffalo Bills said, you know what? It's the same Dolphins. <laughs> it's the same Dolphins. And and uh, and then the offense, I think, was just like, well, we can do what we can do, and we're just going to do it. And they had early success doing it. But then when they struggled, uh, Buffalo didn't let up on the gas pedal, and, and I think the Dolphins' offense was, you know, just kind of uh, going through the motions, I guess, right? And then of course you had the two a mistake, and then once that happened, you know that's that's your game in a nutshell. So um, I'm not going to make too much of it, you know. I mean it's one game and it's a it's a difficult game. Uh, you can look at it from a couple different aspects. You could look at it that you got the game up in Buffalo over with. It's against,
2: our, it's, it's against the team that's going to stand in our way winning the division. You know this is the team that For we sure. have to beat to win the AFC. So you know you can't do this. You're going to you wild card at best, and then you know,
3: good luck. Well, you know how that you works, yeah, right? You know, we nice know, sports. we know how that works. The,
2: yeah, it's, you know, one and out as usual, you know. And you
3: and know, you have the
2: early game at the other end of the country, and we'll get killed, you know.
3: And you have the game in Miami. on the it's the last game of the year, so you know, there's that. Buffalo will come down to Miami, yep. the last game of the year. Um, yep. They've complained yep. about the heat in Miami. I think it goes both ways, so I, you know, I mean, you you're either up there in in, in late December, or you know, you're you're, you're playing uh, in Miami uh, when it's when it's hot. So you get the advantage, or you know, this was the advantage, Dolphins, I guess, if you want to look at weather-wise there, and it still didn't help. So, yeah. yeah. Now when. Uh. Uh, yeah, I know it's frustrating. I, I know I, it is. And, and, you know, listen, and we've been not. around sickle the block.
2: Yeah. you know, it's 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 played out already. You know, because they're, they're not that and good. It, they're not that great. They're not some great team. You know, they've won. Nothing. But here's the you know, thing: this is we look terrible wh- against them. You know,
3: this is what I wanted to throw at you. I thought that the Dolphins got over the hump last year, and no. I thought that it was the Tua injury. That basically yeah. kind of reset it point all. Point. But I, f- I thought they had Let's gotten not, over the something.
2: The, the playoff game without the new players, without, uh, you know, a chain, right? With Skyler Thompson playing, almost beat them up there in the playoffs. They lost by three points. Yeah. So how does that make any sense?
3: Well, that, well that's my point. And that's what I want to throw out there, out, out at you. Yeah. I, I thought that the Dolphins played better against them last year. I think they, they yeah, beat them they up. You know, they, they, they beat them. And then I think they had an opportunity to, to sweep them, really, in all three games. Um, but now you have this team that seemed to be clicking on all cylinders and, you know, gets manhandled. So that's the baffling part of it to me, is that I thought that the last year's team seemed like they kind of got over that hump and uh, were ready to make a statement with this team. And... Like you said, you're playing Skylar Thompson in a playoff game and had a real good chance to come out of there with a victory. Uh, and, and and this team was, yeah, we talk about injuries, but they're pretty healthy. They were pretty healthy going into this game. I understand there's injuries. Buffalo had its fair share of injuries, too. Um, you know, the, there's nothing that, that should have been a factor like this injury-wise. No. So, um, you know, it, it, we'll see how they respond to it. You know, you have uh, the Giants coming in, you know, next week. You have two more home games in a row. You have two home games in a row uh, with the Giants and the Panthers. So, obviously, you know, there's opportunity to get back – where they were and start, you know, getting on the winning end. I'm not saying that, but from both our standpoints, we're thinking about this from a Buffalo Bills standpoint. We've been around the block many times. We know what this relationship has been like and who's been the on the better end of it for most of it, right? And and so uh, that's why it's so frustrating to to long time uh, followers like me and you.
2: It's uh, it's. Uh... It's, uh, look, I can't even have words for this. It's frustrating. It's aggravating. It's disappointing. I think disappointing is a very good analogy of this. Really disappointing in this team the way they played yesterday. You know, you go up there and you lay an egg like that against a team that you have to beat to win the division. And it's really inexcusable because, like I said, you know, the last time you were up there, you were in a playoff game with a rookie quarterback that had no experience, and he almost pulled it off. So how can you go up this year, you know, with more talent on the team. Okay, you had a couple injuries and look like that. You know, give up and the defense especially. Give it a forty eight to a division rivals in disgrace. Disgrace. And you have uh,
3: you know, uh, certainly, if not the best difficult coordinator, the, the, the highest paid, and he's paid like he's the best and paid like he's, you know. So, And and I'm not just pointing that out for, like, his salary. I'm just saying that, you know, you would have thought if there was an area of the game he would have seen, you know, some improvement, it would have been there, and that was the most disappointing, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. you you would have thought they would have had some answers, and it just seemed like they didn't have any answers at all.
2: And oh, Wilkins,
3: you know, we we've talked about Wilkins. They didn't they didn't take care of him. Uh, he's been a holdout, uh, not not in the sense that he's holding out, but he wants to have a contract. He ended the holdout, and and uh, he, he's been kind of non existent, other than like getting in scruffs after the play. Like he has not been he, the player that we know he is.
2: He has been making a case for a long term extension as of now. That's for sure. Right. You know.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Well, on another note, uh, you know we take pride uh, in the legend show uh, with this, the, the the perfect season in the nineteen seventy two Dolphins, obviously, um, and and uh, the history of this team. And we lost another two players. Two players this week uh Tim Foley and uh you uh from the nineteen seventy two perfect season and and uh you know obviously it, it, we've been losing a lot of members of this team in recent years. You had pointed out to me that for a long time you know there was only a couple of guys uh and now it seems like there's just a tremendous amount that we've lost
2: yeah count coaches is over twenty, you know so every coach has passed away.
3: It's yeah true. every coach you
2: know?
3: yeah yeah every coach has passed away um you know and, and and some of the real big names from that team we've lost now and uh you know it's just it, it's sad obviously it it's it's going to happen but um you know this was this was a rough week in that sense because uh you know you lose two in one week and and you know it's always tough to take but uh so you know there's that and uh Tim Foley you break in. Rest in peace, brothers.
1: Okay, uh, my next guest is Hubert Ginn from the 1972 Miami Dolphins. Hubert, 40 years. We've been talking with a lot of your old teammates. What's the most precious thing about these milestone anniversaries? Is it that you get to reminisce with your old players and see them again? Um, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very much uh, overly uh, emotional when I get here with, with, with my, my teammates, you know, and I think it's one of the best feelings that I get when I get to see them again and we go over old things and old stories and get a, our camaraderie back. It's very important to us and that's important to me. Uh, just our friendship and getting back to know and talking about things. It's been 40 years and no one's, well they come close to our record but we're still there but it's, it's a good feeling. You are still there, and uh, like you said, teams have uh, come close to it, but nobody has touched perfection except for you guys, and I guess that makes your family even more so an important part of history in America. Yes, that's true as well. I, I, my family is proud of me, and I'm proud of them, and but I'm also proud of my teammates and my friends. And Hey, what else can I say? I, it's a good feeling. What's the one memory that keeps coming back to you from the 72 season, the one that you share? I'm very proud to be here, and proud of my teammates, and proud to be a part of this great tradition of winning that no one has ever seemed to overcome. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time to join us today, and I'm sure there's a lot of Dolphin fans that are very happy to hear your voice. My pleasure. Thank you so much. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the bowl for you. It's a classy move. Now the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a Coke with no
0: ice. Hey, this is Robert Roman. This is Mike DeMone from Fast Times of Richmond High. I like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy. I'm listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975. While playing for the Miami Dolphins, he recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Light I I'm moving Light
3: in
1: scale.
0: Like I say, like I all
3: Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt coming at you. We'll take you through the home stretch. We'll take you up to this Monday night football game tonight, which is the Seattle Seahawks at the New York Giants. Uh, Obviously be an interest for the Dolphins because they're playing them the following week. So uh, you get a preview of some of that for the uh, NFC. Uh, teams that you maybe don't watch as much or, or get a read on, um, which I think is always a strange thing, because uh, teams play differently when they're you know out of conference teams, and you could just you could just see like it kind of neutralizes some things and and certain uh, matchups you know kind of uh, don't tend to be great for some teams, but uh, that seems to be the neutralizer I, I think. Um, and Rich. Uh, one note this week as we follow uh, you know, the, the, the Bill Belichick uh, saga. Um worst loss of his career. Took place in Dallas yesterday.
2: That's amazing. That's really amazing, you know. What do, <laughs> yeah. And that no, and wait and he almost got the three hundred twice.
3: Yeah, I want to explain what you mean on that. 35-point uh, loss, by the way. Uh, so he's still 18 away. But go ahead and explain every, to everybody what you're talking about there. You know,
2: but the record's 347, but the Shulu record for wins is, you know, regular season and postseason. So all these idiot TV stations are going, he's going for win number 300 yesterday. Well, he's 18 away from the record. So you're going to celebrate 300 twice? That's that's, how, that's what we're down there now? It's, it's idiotic. Right,
3: because there was a time when when he already had the 300th win and he got celebrated for
2: it yes. because, uh, you know, it was – mo- exactly. He's got a ball on the apple. yes his 300th win. Yes,
3: yes, you're you're absolutely correct. There is a game ball yes. on the mantle that says "Congratulations on your 300th win," and and yet that was the top story going in, uh, you know, to Dallas again was that he was on two ninety 299th on the so, verge of it. So, so. When, I, when I was
2: in Philadelphia and watched 325 in person, that really wasn't 325, or that was 325. Which which one was?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I remember at that time there was a lot of controversy where they found new games that Hallis had won. Do you remember that? And they yeah, moved
2: they the want, bar. They won the Adam. Yeah. Then they found out that he wasn't there. Remember, he didn't show up. Like he was still the coach, but he didn't go to that game or something. And that's what they were <laughs> trying to give him. Yeah, he wasn't there. Yeah.
3: So <laughs> I know it, it's kind of yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy.
2: And engagement. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and also, and, and also uh, today, another loss. Uh, uh, you had informed me, uh, Russ Francis, uh, the uh, the great oh, tight really? end of the of the Patriots, and of course on that Super Bowl nineteen team that beat the Dolphins, uh, the Forty Niners. Uh, he he died today.
2: Did you hear what happened? It was a plane crash. Well,
3: yeah. I mean, I heard you know some of it. Not to get too detailed of it, He's but yeah, he, I heard he that he an aviation, he
2: bought an aviation company, and he went down with the. His partner, and his partner was an ex yeah. Thunderbird Air Force pilot, so it must have yeah. been a, a terrible malfunction in the plane. What a shame!
3: Yeah, yeah, very yeah. tough day. Yeah, very, very bad. Um, around the league has been very strange, right? Um, so you know when you when you kind of reach out, obviously you had last night's game, which. uh, was kind of strange because, you know, the Chiefs uh, kind of stuttered on that safety call, which turned out that it shouldn't have been a safety call, and then uh, the momentum changed there. But in a nutshell, um, that's why Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football, because he was off. He threw some horrible, horrible passes, and yet he beat them with his legs. I mean, when you have that arsenal of talent that you can pull out all those tools Uh, You know, and and I guess what you you come out of that is, you know, the great teams, they find a way to win when they don't have their great game. You know, they're all not great games, you know. They stutter, but somehow those teams, you know, they find a way to win, you know. And, and, And I think that's what separates a lot of these good teams from these great teams.
2: It's very hard for us to, you know, when we're having a bad game, it's hard for us to win because we're usually getting killed we're getting blown out. You know, when they're having a bad game, they're still in it. If you know what I'm saying, like they're like Patrick Mahomes couldn't have played worse in the first half and they were still in the game. They're actually winning. You know? But yeah. When we're having a bad game, we're getting we're getting bombarded. Like yesterday.
3: Yeah, I mean the, a lot of that comes with you know the kind of uh, makeup that we have as a team, the explosiveness you know, sometimes when that doesn't work, you, you, you kind of find yourself on a bad end of it. Um, you know, I take the defense yesterday and hoping it's more of an anomaly that they didn't keep you in the game. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you can't, you know, when you're getting blown out, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to stay in it. You can you can maybe come back. Uh, you know, the weird part of that is you're looking at a, a deficit going into the, to the third, fourth quarter, and you know that this is a team that could, could score 21 points in a heartbeat, but uh, it's very hard to do that when you have to do it.
2: Yes, and you know we're not the best comeback team in the world, either.
3: I mean, they had a huge comeback. They have one of the best comebacks of all time last year against the Ravens. I mean, that's, two is my, yeah, that's, that's his game, right? That six-touchdown yeah, game is phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's as good as yeah. it gets. We just have but to it sense. Yeah, I mean, well, you've seen it. You just weren't behind, right? I mean, you just, you know, yeah. and they put up 70 so points we last week. Comeback. So I'm saying we have to
2: get no. a comeback. That, like that, you know?
3: No, I mean, that was a special one. That's a game that's going to be talked about forever. Yeah. You know, that was the budget. But, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. they are capable of doing it. Um, but, uh, you know, and then I, I look around. I mean, I think, listen, McCafferty, uh, he's phenomenal. If he can stay healthy, the talent is just
2: through the That's roof. The That's yeah, always been the problem, healthy. right? Yeah. yeah, but he's unbelievable. He was like that in college too. But I never thought it would translate to the pros, and boy, was I wrong with that. And he really he is, is something
3: great. else. As long as he can stay yeah. healthy, but it's a big you know if. Um,
2: bigger,
3: you know, it's only week four, and and you know so. Uh, we've obviously come down hard on this in a lot of ways, but, you know, but the panic button, you know, far away no and everybody's just got to reset.
2: You've got you to reset and you have to make sure this doesn't happen again. That's all, you know. You know, I, I think the, um, you know, the board, the, uh, the, you have to win the rest of your division games now, I think. I think you got to win, you know, the, the next four. You can't be losing – more than this one division game,
1: you're going to win the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I think
3: you just have to you have to get back on track of, of playing football the way you can. You you have two games now, which is a strong opportunity to do that. Uh, and and I think that we've always said about the running game, the running game is only as good as being able to run when you need to run, and that's been my concern yeah. with it. Um, I mean, last well, week, you know. You put up 70 points. I, I told you, I think I, I could have ran through a couple of those holes late in the game. Um, but, you know, can you do it when you need to do it? They were not able to do it when they needed to do it yesterday. Um, they struggled big time. Uh, so, you know, uh, as far as what kind of running game, you and I'm not just talking short yardage. I'm just talking in general. Um, they struggled with that. So, uh, you know, let's get back on track with that. Uh, I'd like to see, you know, Mostert have another game like we know he can have. And, and of course, uh, A-Chon continue to do what he's been doing. And, and you know, that, that will really set the pace. Um, and then you have, uh, I guess, the Giants with a similar situation now with, with, with Barkley. Uh, you know, you're going to have to uh, kind of take control of that. Um because I think that's where their offense uh, really clicks, and you know you'll be able to see some of that tonight. Now I don't know if he's playing tonight. I have no, no he's not information playing. on.
2: No, he's not. He's yeah, out. he is out. But right?
3: I think he's yeah. probably going to be playing against us, um, and we'll see. Maybe he won't. But that's what the word is. Uh, but you know that that would be seem to me to be you know the key there. Um, just get back to basics, basically. You know, get the defense back to. Getting some pass rush, uh, which, uh, you know, changes everything. Hopefully we'll have a healthy Phillips coming. Yeah, I think he will be back because I think that, um, you know, he was hurt and tried to play early last week. And I think that was the problem. I think he had aggravated that domino. And then I think he kind of was forced himself to play. And then I think he re-aggravated it, ironically, in a game that was a blowout. And then, you know, just kind of missed this game. But I think I expect him to be back, uh, you know, in that game. And that hopefully will get that defensive line back on track. Chubb, and you know what I've Chubb also is, uh, noticed?
2: Also horribly yesterday. They were well, yeah, well, that's what
3: I was just going to say. You know what I noticed on that, Rich? I don't know if you picked up on this. He was dropping Chubb. Back in coverage, it was almost like he was replacing Chubb in the Jalen Phillips role. And that really proved to be, like, disastrous.
2: Yeah. Because he's a different 100%.
3: kind of player. You know, Chubb is Chubb is not – it's weird because he's a monstrous I, guy.
2: Didn't you think he was a great pass rusher? Didn't you think that was the point of them? I did when I first –
3: yeah, but um, but what I didn't realize is he's not like a, I don't want to say physical, but he's he's a monstrous guy, but he's got a, a speed finesse game, so he's not that like Reggie White type, uh, you know, take control of Bruce, you know, he's 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 got more of a finesse type game with speed, but Jalen Phillips. Obviously, is like has that size and that speed that he can drop back and 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 cover a lot differently, and and I just seemed like Fangio kind of flipped that because he was out and it, it didn't really work, you know. So uh, we'll see. I mean, yeah, but to, to answer your question, I certainly did. I I imagined him with the talk and everything, and and uh, that he was going to be that, you know that line-up kind of uh, Cameron Wake type of guy. And uh, it, it, it really, he has a different kind of game. He did have the big game a few weeks ago, which was like his coming-out party. He's been lackluster at best. And, and I'm not going to lie to you, I may have heard, heard of him, didn't really know that much about him, even when the trade took place. I mean, uh, I, I don't know how much you knew about him, but, like, I, I had heard of him, but I wasn't really that familiar with him, the way that they talked about him, like it was just, you know, gigantic trade that was coming. And they certainly gave up enough for him.
2: They gave him a lot of picks for him, but then again. And a
3: lot of, and a know, lot of money. Picks. A big contract.
2: A lot of money, too. Yeah, they, they re-signed them the next week, you know. Well, that's the only way we were going to make a trade for him. He had to agree to that first. Because you couldn't, you know, you couldn't rent them. You had, if you're going to give up all that stuff, you had to, you know, you had to pay him. So, that was it. Well,
3: careful what you wish for.
2: for I know. Yeah. I, gotcha. I
3: mean, you know, my point on that was, uh, you know, without even, let me let me see him play a, a down. Can I just get one in yeah, there? But
2: you, yeah, you know, you you have to agree to that money before, Pat, or you're not going to make the trade because you're not going to have a rental, you know?
3: Well Yeah, well, you
2: can't yeah you know? well. now you don't have a
3: rental, Rich, so you know, enjoy it. Well, I gotcha. I I understand. You know? I am mean, not saying I know you're not like the biggest, you know, on the bandwagon of trouble, I'm just saying that. Um you know, that's the kinda uh, that's a big position and, and I think when this team gets pass rush, they're a different team. And it seems like they get that late in the game, which I like because that's when you dominate and take over games, and they should have it. Talent-wise on that line is there. I mean, it, it, it's there, right? I, I, I think that you should be playing a lot better than I've seen. I mean, Zach sealer they've signed him, they locked him up, it, 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 it pissed off Wilkins because they chose him to do that. Um, you know, uh, Phillips, Van Ginkle, uh, linebackers, uh, you know, we know there's issues there. They Chubb is Basically listed as a linebacker, by the way.
2: Which I don't understand so,
3: either. I don't, no, I don't. You know, I don't get, the get it either. End, I
2: All of a sudden, a defensive end is an edge rusher or a linebacker, which I don't understand either one of
3: those. Yeah, no. I don't either. And no. Ogba is ba- basically listed as the backup to Phillips. Does that make any sense?
2: No. I mean, you could I do rotations lot, but...
3: or whatever, but I just that doesn't make any yeah. sense to me.
2: Well, right? You did know, they pay him enough. I mean. I...
3: Yeah, I mean he's really good too. Like mean, he should be on the field when he can be on the field.
2: So, yeah, you know.
3: Well, there's that, and then uh, you know, these are all things that we'll look for uh, right away to get back on track. You know, when uh, when they do this, because you know the biggest thing this team had a, a real high confidence and swagger. And like you said, maybe they needed a good smack in the face. Uh you obviously didn't necessarily want it to come from this team, but it Stop. did. Oh, and, and you know Stop. Yeah. But
2: uh, you know, there's there's positives. right now. Yeah? Breaking news. Taylor, Taylor Swift was at the game at the metal Last night.
3: You know, I said I said we weren't gonna mention it at all to see how it goes. You've obviously broke the rule on it I but do not give
2: uh it myself to do yeah, Ohio.
3: Uh, yeah, I, it, it, it's just like nothing we've seen. Um, it, it, it's they actually just, followed
2: uh, Kelsey Home sneaking into the team hotel yesterday morning.
3: Yeah, I know. It's it insane. Just, it, it's I mean, crazy. They
2: followed into the back door of the hotel.
3: People had <laughs> thought that this was going to be the show that they would get one hour free of Taylor Swift talk. But unfortunately, there's a Swifty among us. And it is not out. No, there, the, 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 the there, is there is one, not. one, one Swifty on my list, you, and he has showed his not. face. So on that but, note,
2: i that not. I couldn't name one song. So there you go. You, <laughs> you don't have. To,
3: you, you don't have to. You brought her into our arena, and that is all she needed you to do. And on that note, uh, let's let's hope to get back on page next week. And more importantly, happy birthday, my brother.
2: Thanks, pal.
1: Took a
3: look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice Headed out to my
1: big two-wheeler, I
3: was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on
1: I'm a to